Hello, everyone. It's something that I wanted to release that is heavy on my heart. And um, I understand so much of what's going on in the atmosphere. It's been really intense. And it's, it's like, almost like pressure is being applied at a high rate and it's going on all across the world and no one is exempt from this so it's either you come under the oppression of it or you rise above it and acquire the strength that God has given you And so I want to read Exodus chapter 1, starting at verse 8. And this is Israel when they were in bondage in Egypt. Israel was oppressed by a new king. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, The people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when they're fallen out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so get them up out of the land. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Python and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiply and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all matter of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives of which the name of the one was Sephar and the name of the other Puha. And he said, when ye do the office of a midwife to Hebrew women and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men, children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing and have saved the men, children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egypt women, for they are lively and are delivered 
the midwives come in unto them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass because the midwives feared God that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all his people saying, every son that is born ye shall cast into the river and every daughter ye shall save alive. So I did not intend to read all of it, but I want to make emphasis on one verse that is chapter verse 10. Come on, let us deal wisely with them lest they multiply and it come to pass that when they're falling out any wood, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. So get them out of the land. But the more, this is verse 12, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. So the Egyptians were afraid of the strength that the Israelites had. And this was because they were the chosen people. And this was because they were called by God. And I want to give a word of encouragement to all of those that feel the warfare and intensity in this season and it, it, it is coming from every area if you feel like every area or even areas that you may not have felt the intensity like this before is being attacked this whole year in 2020 has been very trying for many people and we have been going through and going through and going through but I want to encourage you that what is in you is valuable it's so valuable that this attack on the entire world though the enemy meant it for evil God is turning it around for your good you are not defeated, but as you see in the verses, they intentionally put hard taskmasters on them so that they can work hard and tire them out so that they will be too weary because they were afraid that if they were strong and they came together and if they unified, that they will overtake them. And the enemy is afraid that we, if we ever find out that the power that we have on the inside and we, and we find out what we possess on the inside, for we were ordained before we were formed in our mother's womb, God put everything in us. And the enemy's job is for us not to ever find out. And so distractions are sent, um, people are sent, situations are sent, anything is sent in your path to get you off of the track of pursuing the Lord, spending time with him in the word of God, quality time with the Lord, receiving revelations, having encounters with him, anything to stop the intimacy with the father, anything to stop you from becoming one and coming in contact with him so that you can know because it's in him 
that we move and breathe and have our it's in him that we live it is in him that we find our purpose it is in him that we find the um validity it is in him that we are confirmed it is in him that we are validated it is in him that we are strengthened it is in him that we have peace it is in him that we know who we are it's all tied up in the Lord. It's all tied up in our father. He don't want us to be on the outside looking in as orphans. Like we don't know who we are. We have an, a divine inheritance. He is our father. He, we are his children. Everything that he is, we are. Everything that he has, we have access to. Period. It is no if, ands, or buts about that. And and us finding out that and believing that and trusting in our father knowing that he has all of this in control and 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 he wants us to use our words our words to create our words to form things like he formed the whole earth by speaking it into existence our father is the living word and so whatever we say that he already said that he already done it has to create it has to form because we say it we he sanctioned sanctioned it already so we're just repeating what he has already promised and already done so that it can come down from heaven to earth and so if we don't hear him, if we don't read the word, if we don't study the word, if we don't spend time with him to hear what he is saying, then we can't create. We can't multiply, be fruitful like he said, he told us to be in Genesis, to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. So we can't create, we can't reproduce if we don't hear him, if we don't read the word, if we don't become one with him, become united with our father. If we don't, um, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We got to do it in spirit. We can't be fleshly and um, being conformed to the things of this world and be connected to him at the same time. There's going to be a constant war and a constant struggle between the, um, the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. If we are in darkness, we cannot see anything that is illuminated. We can't see it because our eyes are covered. Our ears are sealed. And, but when we connect with the father, he illuminates everything, everything that is concealed he reveals to us there is nothing hidden that is going on in the atmosphere if we are connected to the father even if we can't um name it and can't um totally pinpoint we can sense it all of our senses are acting active and awakened when we are connected to him smell see taste taste touch feel all of our senses are open and active when we're connected to our father so we see in the scripture the more that they were put the pressure was put on them the more they pushed the more that our babies are pushing down ready to be delivered the more pressure that we that even as mothers naturally the more pressure that we feel the more apt we are to push because we want to get it out and so I want to encourage you though it is intense it's time to push and we hear this all the time but it's really time to push 
knowledge is a lot of things that are happening that are going on, but don't be distracted. Be connected to the fire. I don't care. It can be chaotic all around. Tsunamis going around, whirlwinds going around, tornadoes going around, thunderstorms, lightning, everything that you can name is happening right now. Everything that you can possibly think of is happening right now. But as much as that is happening, God is doing something in the undercurrent. He is developing us. He is pruning us. He is cutting off things. He is tearing off the excess so that we can be formed and carved in his image. He is tearing off the extremities so that we can look like him, so we can sound like him, so that we can uh, uh, be sensed like him. So people, when they are around you, they can sense that it's something different and that is the presence of the Lord, the glory of God that is resting on you. And so with some things that have to fall off, he is a consuming fire. So he, we would want him to consume everything that's not like him so that he can be glorified totally in our lives. And sometimes it is painful. The Bible says before we uh, in Jeremiah, we were formed in our mother's womb. He knew us. What he was connected to us, what he was one with us. When a woman and a man comes together, the Bible says uh, Adam and Eve, he knew his wife. He became one with him. It was a level of intimacy. No one was privy to but Adam. Adam, when he knew his wife, what she conceived and what she brought forth a child. And so God knew us. He became one with us. Yes, because we are of our father. We were created in our image. And so it's a level of intimacy. It's a level of oneness. It's a level of connection that no one is privy to, but us and our father. It's a one-on-one relationship. And so you are one with your father. Nothing can come in between that. You can allow it to if you want to. But when you when you have intimacy with someone and you have gotten to know them just in a natural you don't want anything to come. It's it's like you're in la-la land. You don't want anything to distract you. And sometimes you cut off, especially when it's fresh and it's new and you cut off everybody. You don't want anything to interrupt. This is how even the more it should be with our father. Nothing shall separate us from the love of God. The more intense it is on the outer extremities, the more intense we go. And the more they, uh, it, the um, Egyptians tried to oppress Israel. The more they pushed, the more they were determined and the stronger they grew. And that is the word that God is releasing in this season. The stronger you are growing, though it feels like you've lost everything, though it feels like things are just slipping between your fingers. It feels like everything that is could go wrong is going wrong. But I'm trying to tell you. God is saying to us that I am sharpening areas that were not even being touched. It's it's like this this it's like we're in surgery and it's those areas or or if you can think about it when you were in the gym 
you're in a gym and you haven't been in there a long time and you're working different areas that you didn't know and the, and you become sore and you become tired and you become irritated and God is saying I'm going in areas that have not been exercised I'm going in areas that you didn't even and I'm and as I'm performing surgery there are other things that I'm I'm working out that you are not even aware of and so what what the devil meant for evil God is turning it around he is turning it around for our good and so use this as an opportunity to give birth to things that were just laying there they were just dormant use this opportunity and use that pain use that irritation use that annoy annoyance and use that frustration and turn it into praise and worship and determination to go forward that no matter what comes or goes nothing will come in between my forward progression with my father so father we declare in the name of jesus that it is well with our soul ah, glory it is well with our soul we declare in jesus name that we shall be fruitful multiply and replenish the earth though things have been wasted away things are dying things are decaying but we have the power to replenish the earth so we pray in the name of jesus we declare in the atmosphere that whoever is listening to you that you're listening to this um audio that your baby leaps in Jesus name that your gifts be activated in the name of Jesus that anything that is in you that has not come forth yet I speak life in the name of Jesus let the power of God hit your belly now in Jesus name I declare it that it shall be as um Mary and Elizabeth when they met and their babies leaped I pray in the name of Jesus that your baby will leap right now in the name of you give birth to everything that God has put down on the inside of you use this pressure use this pain to push and produce your business your ministry whatever it is going forward in any area of your life move forward by the that house start that business begin that ministry whatever that creative idea that invention whatever it is move forward step out on faith don't worry about resources don't worry about if you can do it or not you can do all things through Christ that strengthened you he's the one doing the work he's the one that's going to provide and make provision for the work to happen Anything that is in your body, I declare healing in the name of Jesus. Cancer will dry up. Arthritis will cease. High cholesterol. I declare in the name of Jesus that we will be better stewards of our money. We will be better stewards of our children. Better stewards of our marriages. Everything, God, we will trust tr uh, trust you to give us the insight to carry it out and to do it and handle it properly in the name of Jesus. Every sickness you took it to the cross and we declare that we will be better stewards of our body that we will be mindful what we eat what we drink where we go what atmospheres we're in because this body is the temple of the holy spirit and you dwell in here and so father we have to take better care so give us even even the tenacity to go forward and 
take care of our entire body, mind, soul, and spirit and body. In the name of Jesus, we are giving birth. It's intense, but God is turning it around for our good. Give birth, start that business, begin that ministry, be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. Exodus, the first chapter, 18th verse, there is an attack on your unborn. There is an attack on your unborn seed. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, why have ye done this thing? Have ye saved the men children alive prior to that in verse 16 it says and he says when ye do the office of a midwife to the hebrew women and see them upon the stools if it be a son then ye shall kill him but if it be a daughter then ye shall live and so the midwives in exodus 1 refused pharaoh wanted to kill all of the men children he wanted to kill them and the midwives of Israel that followed the Lord decided that they were not going to kill the babies and I just want to say quickly that what is going on in your life is trying to kill you it's trying to kill the seed that is in you. It's trying to take the literally take the life out of you. It is trying to take your substance. But I'm speaking life right now. What is sent to kill you will not prevail in the name of Jesus. Your seed will flourish. Your seed will grow. Your seed will be nurtured. Your seed will be watered in the name of Jesus. Your seed will come forth in Jesus name give birth give birth it will not die the attack on your ministry the attack on your family the attack on your mind the attack on your emotions the attack on your finances the attack on your marriage it cannot prevail it shall not prevail and I speak life in the name of Jesus I speak that it shall be fruitful and multiply and bring forth great fruit in Jesus name amen and it is so